Hello, this is Paulina B. You're listening to episode number 10 of my weekly show. Today I want to talk about procrastination. I received this question from one of my listeners. She asked how she can stop procrastinating. This question has been addressed from many angles by many people, but today I want to offer my opinion, even though it looks slightly unpopular. The solution is simple, but very effective. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified Scrum Master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Listen, procrastination is not new to me. I definitely experienced it in the past. I experienced it the most during my university years. And it looks like high school and university students are still facing this challenge the most. When I go to forums such as Reddit, it's astonishing how severe this problem is for many of the students. Now that I look back to my university years, I can understand what was going on and why procrastination was such a big problem for me. I simply had too much time to get my tasks done. Yep, you heard it. I had too much time to complete my homework or to prepare for my exams. I had the luxury of time and I could afford to spend time on procrastination. But of course, back then I thought that I was super busy. I worked part-time since the second year of university. I always had a job on the side. I thought I was busy with school and with work, but in reality, I was not. I gave myself too much time to get things done. Also, reflecting back on my university years, I realized that I only had a problem of procrastination when I was doing homework. Guess what? I had zero procrastination during the exam time. You remember what I'm talking about. You walk into this huge gym or huge auditorium. They sit you down, give you an exam booklet. Then they start the countdown. Sometimes it's a big clock. Sometimes they write it down on the blackboard, but you see that you only have two or three hours to get this exam work done. And never in my life did I see a student who struggled with procrastination during an exam. Everyone starts writing the moment they say go. These are the exact same students who have been suffering from procrastination for the entire semester. And then they walk into this room and wow, their procrastination disease is cured. Why is that? Because they only have two hours to get this exam done and they have no time to waste. This is also the reason why Agile and Scrum became so predominant in the tech world. The team only has a short amount of time, called a sprint, to get major improvements done. In contrast, big corporations love long-term planning and long-term projects. They give themselves years to get stuff done. No wonder they never meet the deadlines. When you give yourself too much time, you have time to procrastinate 
and you have a lot of time to create a lot of drama about your work. You know what I'm talking about. All that overthinking, overanalyzing, over-researching. And the funny thing is, even if we give ourselves a lot of time, we end up doing the task at the very end in a very short period of time. The rest of the time is spent on drama. I'm sure you've heard of the Parkinson's law. Work expands to fill the time allotted. If you think you can do a task in a week, you're right. If you think you can do this task in a day, you're also right. About two years ago, everyone wanted to reach the state of flow. This idea was first introduced in a book called Flow by the author with the last name no one can pronounce. While only the lazy one wasn't talking about this book in their book reviews videos on YouTube and blog posts, and people tried to find different complicated ways to get to this magic state of flow. But you know what I found? It is very easy to be in the state of flow when you give yourself little time to get your tasks done. It works like crazy. All the inner chatter is gone the moment you realize that you only have an hour to write that blog post or to prepare that report. Try it for yourself. It's free and it's very effective. Another amazing thing about giving yourself tight timelines is that you can actually enjoy your life. You have time available for leisure, for fun, for family and friends. And you don't need to think about all the tasks you should be doing because you got them done in the scheduled time block. Or you know that they are on your schedule and you will get them done tomorrow. I've talked more about showing up for your schedule in my previous podcast episodes. Check those out. They're called How to Create and Follow Your Schedule. This is episode number eight and why you don't need another productivity app. And this is episode number seven. I recommend scheduling your tasks in 30-minute increments. Some tasks might take longer. I wouldn't recommend anything longer than 90 minutes. And plan for the results, not the activities. Instead of working on the blog post, put publish a blog post. Reducing the amount of time you give yourself to complete a task helps with perfectionism. If you know that you only have one hour to write and publish your blog post, you don't waste an hour on choosing the perfect cover image. Yes, your blog post is not perfect, but guess what? It's done and published. I also like that I don't have to keep thinking about my tasks. I know they are in my schedule, so I don't need to have all the drama in my head of how I'm not good enough because I haven't completed these tasks yet. I know that they will get done when it's time to get them done. Why bother worrying about them now? If you are new to the idea of time blocking and scheduling, I recommend using the concept of anchoring up. It means you need to have an external commitment or external accountability to get your work done by a specific time. It's like having a deadline for your assignment back in university days. A professor always gives a specific time you should submit your assignment by. And there are penalties if you submit your assignment late. If you're a student, find a buddy. Let's say you have a term paper to write. 
Agree that by Monday lunch you will email each other your outlines. By Wednesday lunch you will email each other the literature review section. By Friday lunch you will write your introduction and conclusion. You get the idea. Break the major projects down to the tasks that can be done in a few hours and create a deadline for those. I recommend having a deadline at 12 p.m. or lunch because it means that you can get your most important task done in the morning and then enjoy the rest of your day guilt-free. Otherwise, you will spend an entire day anticipating this task and it's just not fun. I've used this approach in my grad school and I was able to finish my program one semester earlier than I was supposed to. And I never did any schoolwork past 4 or 5 p.m. So this stuff does work. Of course, this idea applies to everyone, not just students. Create not just a date deadline, create a time deadline for your task. For example, I will create and submit my quarterly report to my manager by 3 p.m. on Thursday. And don't give yourself the luxury of time. Time is only useful when you're resting and recharging. Giving yourself too much time on work or school stuff is never a good idea in my experience. It only leads to procrastination, useless perfectionism, drama, and confusion. To sum up, if you procrastinate doing something, it's probably because you gave yourself too much time or too much ambiguity. Break your tasks down into 30 to 60 minute increments. Put them down on your schedule. Plan for the results you will produce in that 30 or 60 minute interval and be done with this task when the time is up. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. Try it for yourself. If you're still struggling implementing this in your life, head out to monthlymethod.com. The link is in the show notes. I'm sure we can turn things around in just one month using the monthly method and the daily support from me. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Cheers! Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.